She is showing up and being seen. She is getting loud and demanding to be heard. And every day she is putting in the work because this girl, she's evolving. She is you, she is me, but most of all, she is magic. Hey guys, it's Jaden. You can think of me as your ride or die who's just right here to remind you that you already have all the tools. You already have the shine factor. It's just about polishing it up, believing it, letting other people see it, and most importantly, leaving a little bit of sparkle everywhere you go. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the She Is Magic podcast. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you have had the best week. If not, here's your reminder, as always, that you have the power to pivot. Maybe it needs a reframe, and maybe it sucks and that's okay, but the goal isn't to focus on what's not going well. The goal is to focus on what can I do to move forward. Okay, so one of the things that kind of comes in place with that is that we get annoyed with people. We get frustrated with situations. Things happen that we don't like. There are things we learn about ourselves we don't like. And we have two options that we can go down. We can either like rabbit hole down how awful the situation is, how much we don't like the person, how much, you know, X, Y, Z. We can focus on everything that's so negative and so bad, or we can allow that triggered moment where we are frustrated and angry and irritated to tell us that there's a problem and trigger us to create a solution rather than just focus on the annoyance. Because if there is one thing I know without a shadow of a doubt, it is that I cannot control anything, anyone around me. I can't control how they show up, what they do, how they do it. That's just not the way that it works. And so when people or things are happening that aren't in my necessarily control, my response can either fuel the situation, it can send me down a rabbit hole of negativity, or it can create a space of finding a solution. And I think that sometimes we forget that frustrations and, you know, negative things aren't bad. They sometimes are, one, they, they become this stop sign or this yield sign that actually makes us reassess what we're doing, what our systems are, how they're working. Frustrating situations allow us to talk through and create better solutions or better systems. And I think that so often it can be so hard to focus on creating solutions because we are caught up in the drama of the problem. Sometimes as women, I'm guilty. I am going to throw myself under the bus. I am just as guilty as I'm sure many of you are. We can get caught up in the drama 
the trauma or the like chaos of somebody's complaint or of our own complaint, right? So we're frustrated with something and we start complaining and then the girl, the next girl's like, oh my gosh. And they jump in and we're like fueling this fire for each other of annoyance and frustration. It could be we are annoyed with the situation at work. It could be that we're annoyed with a person. It could be an annoyance with people on the road, with people that are visiting with family members. It could be an annoyance literally of anything. And if we start talking about it, it can snowball. Now, sometimes you talk to somebody about it and they like help you through the moment of like not allowing it to escalate, right? Like we have those friends in our lives who are like, okay, well, you know, what what can we do about this? Or maybe try this. They're like solution-driven people. But then there's also situations or people who you talk to who just like fuel the fire, like you're irritated. And then they're like, yeah, and they're on your side and they're like fueling the fire of irritation. And it then somebody else walks into the room and they're like, wait, what's happening? And they tell you the story and then they're frustrated and you are just, there's this situation that is like wildfire out of control that maybe was a small irritant and now it is a burning blaze of fire that all started from one little spark of somebody being annoyed and then somebody else realizing like their annoyance and all these annoyances kind of come together and create this like blazing fire, right? We've all had those situations. We've had them at work. We've had them in our families. I mean, man, how many family dynamics? Sometimes people's families fall apart because of a little spark of annoyance and people start talking and it just turns into this wildfire, right? We're amping each other up. And in those moments, we've all been caught up in those moments, but we have choices. We have choices of if we are going to continue to stoke that fire, if we're going to continue to stay mad and irritated. And are we allowed to have those moments of frustration? And yes, you're totally allowed to have moments of that. You're allowed to respond and to have these emotions come up and we're, it's, We have safe spaces that we should be allowed to talk through things and sometimes we amp each other up. But the the whole thing is, is ultimately, what is the goal of having the conversation? (laughs) Is it that you want to stay mad and angry? Are you looking for a solution? Do you even want a solution? Or do you just want to be mad and angry? I know for me that... Sometimes I just want to be mad and angry and I don't want to stay mad and angry, but if I don't actually turn my brain into a solution focused outcome, I can stay in this space or I can push my annoyance aside and it just keeps coming up. So what I really am learning is that I have a responsibility to myself That when I'm frustrated, when I'm angry, when a situation's not going well, when my life turns to chaos and I don't like the way it's going, I have choices. I can continue down the rabbit hole. I can continue to stoke the fire and I can continue to stay in this space that doesn't feel good. It creates more chaos and it never lets it settle. 
I can push the annoyance to the side and sweep it under the rug, which means at some point it's coming back. And now it's festered for so long it's uglier and still there. Or I can process that annoyance. And maybe it's an annoyance that's already blown up into a fire, right? I can process this. I can choose to start focusing on the solution. Like, okay, we're here. The situation is crappy. How do we move forward? What can we do to help things get better? And let me tell you, sometimes... Just getting in the headspace of that can be the hardest thing. And sometimes you have a friend who says, okay, we're here and it sucks, but how do we move forward? And you get so irritated. I have a mom. Let me tell you, I love my mom. I will call my mom and sometimes she'll stoke my fire and be like, yeah, yeah. And other times she'll say, okay, but like, how do you, how do you move forward? I've heard this story already, Jaden. You've already told me this. How are you going to move forward? And sometimes I have to get off the phone with her because I don't want to move forward. But then I sit with that question. And eventually I realize that I am the problem if I'm not choosing to look for a solution. The other person, the circumstance, the irritation, that's not the problem. The problem then becomes Me, because I'm either going down the rabbit hole, stoking the fire, making it worse, or letting it fester, that I'm not focusing on creating a solution. I'm not focusing on how do we move forward. I'm focusing on being irritated. I'm focusing on how stupid it is. And it's no longer about the situation and the person and what they brought. It's now about the fact that I can't let it go. So maybe I didn't start out as a problem, but if I'm not willing to search for solutions, if I'm not willing to find ways to move forward, I've now become the problem, which means I am also the solution. Which is really cool because when you realize that you're the solution and that you have the power to move forward and create a space that works for you, that you can set boundaries, that you can allow people to be who they are, and you don't have to accept the way they treat you as an everyday part of your life. You don't have to feed into things. You don't have to be okay with what they're doing. You're just saying... That's not something I am subscribing to, and this is how I'm going to move forward in in the situation. And so that same concept works even when you find yourself in situations where you created the problem to begin with, right? I think we so badly, we live in this space, and it's this this drama-filled space usually, but that we want to rehash and repeat and we're trying to like get to the bottom. And sometimes it's like, can we just find a way to move forward? Do we really have to rehash like the crappy situation? Do we really? And there are times that, yeah, we do. But for the most part, can we just find a, a solution to move forward? Take ownership. Everybody take ownership for the things that are, that they brought to that table and find a way to move forward. So, what are some tools that you can use to do that? 
One thing that I think is the most important part of learning how to move forward is being able to take your emotion out of the equation. And for me, that can be real hard because I am a very dynamic feeling person. Like I feel my feels. Also, I know that if I allow myself to feel my feels, I can then move on. So I have learned for me, I like to feel it and then bring it back to no emotion. And how do you take emotion out of things? It's by looking at the facts. It's by taking the story that has been created or blown up and removing anything that is not factual. So perceptions have to be removed. We then have to just pick out what do I know for sure? I know for sure that X, Y, and Z happened. I don't know the why. I don't know the reason. I don't know the emotion behind it. I don't know what I know as it happened. And by taking and focusing on the facts, it then makes it less personal. It's less about me. I don't have this, like, I can't put my own emotions into it. And, and from there, I look and say, okay, since that says nothing about me, it's just the facts, what is the outcome that I am hoping for? What do I need that would make this situation better? Like, what are my non-negotiables and what would be the best case scenario? Once I come up with the best case scenario or what would help me move forward, I then say, now, is that possible? I will use a personal example. I had someone one time, I was in a situation and there was a, f- a frustration with another person. We had not gotten along and somebody said, what do you need to move forward? And I said, I need that person to take ownership to move forward. The problem with that is I can't control if they take ownership. So to take that a step further, it became for us to move forward and be friends or friendly, to have any interaction with this person, I need them to take ownership. But to move forward in general, I need to know that it's okay that they don't have to be my friends. So for me to move forward, I have to disconnect myself from the person and the situation and not need the friendship or the camaraderie to be there. I don't need that to be there. I can just coexist with this person. I don't. And so that became my solution. That is a way for me to move forward. And it no longer became about what I needed from them, but it gave me two options. What I need from them for it to be us to be together in it and what I need if that person isn't willing to to bring that to the table. If that person's not willing to do the thing I need to move forward or if they're not 
capable of that, then I'm still able to move forward, even if we move forward in separate directions. So take the emotion out, find what the best case scenario is or what you need to move forward, and then start focusing on the next thing. You have to stop focusing on the story. So you start focusing on whatever it is that you're creating to reach that solution. You start just, you have to just move on. You just let it go and you focus on the person that you decided to start showing up as and you continue to show up as her. Now, that's my system. And you have to find a system that works for you. But I think that if we don't talk about this cycle that happens, then we never really take the time to focus on creating solutions for ourselves because we get caught in either the cycle of lighting, you know, burning the fire and stoking each other's fire in the drama that keeps creating the scenario. Or we are in the cycle of sweeping it under the rug and letting it fester until it comes back up again. And it's usually much uglier each time it comes up. And those are the two cycles that we end up staying in. And if even if that same situation isn't happening, a similar situation continues to happen. Until we change the way that we respond, which is, how do I move forward and focusing on creating a solution that is self-controlled? So a solution that you have control of, of how you're showing up in situations and what you're going to do differently. I hope that no matter what you do, that you know that you can be that friend to friends, to people, and hopefully you can give your friends permission to be that friend for you that says, what is the solution? I have really, really tried hard to make sure that my friends know that they can always tell me, okay, I hear you. How are we moving on? I want friends in my corner to do that for me because I don't want to stay in the cycle of this big, overwhelming chaos. And I don't want to be in the cycle of pushing things aside and letting them fester. I want to live in a life and in a space that is solution focused. And sometimes when I can't trigger myself, when I can't do that for myself, I need friends who are going to ask me the question. So I have had conversations with people and I have said, when we're in it, always know it's appropriate for you to ask me how I'm going to move forward. And I want them to know that I will always ask them. I will let them have their moment. I will let them have their frustration. And sometimes I will join in and let it go. But there will hit a point that I will always say, okay, how are we moving forward though? How are we creating a solution? So I challenge you to look around your circle. I challenge you to have conversations with your friends. Start creating spaces where there are people who are going to ask you who are going to, to take a breath and say, okay, we can't keep this going 
and they are going to ask you how you're going to create that solution. Because those friendships are so important and they're really such a game changer in the way that we are able to process and move forward in our lives. I know finding those people isn't always easy and I know having conversations like that isn't always easy. But when you start to think about it, when you start to process it and you start to know that there's a different cycle you could be living and you start practicing being the person who says, how are we going to move forward? You'll start to see that the outcomes in your life start to transition quicker, that life is a little less crazy and that you allow yourself time to feel the feelings, but you also create a space where you know you're going to come up with a solution because you're going to remove the emotion, focus on what you need to move forward set it down and start moving forward. You are strong, you are capable, you are resilient, and you are enough. Just as you are and just where you're at. I see you, I hear you, and I'm doing the work right alongside of you. I hope you will leave a review, share a nugget or two of anything that you got from this episode and reach out to me. You can find me at Solivation Co on Instagram or turn the power. And until next time, keep it shiny.